Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Clutch Conversations. It's your boy, Mike. I hope y'all are having a wonderful Thursday evening. We are back on our regularly scheduled time. If you missed the episode from this past Saturday with Lab Exotics, uh, an up-and-coming retic breeder, please go back and check that out. But now we're back. Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight, we're going to be kicking it with Derek McCurry from Derek's Reptiles. But before we get into that, just want to give my weekly reminder, please, 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 if you are involved in this hobby in any shape, form, or fashion, please make sure you go out and support U.S. Art and U.S. Art Florida. The link is in the description below. And you can also find the link in the Herp Collector's link tree. U.S. Art is the organization which uniquely advocates for our freedom to responsibly keep and breed reptiles and amphibians. So please, please, please go out there and support U.S. Art if you are involved in this hobby in any shape, form, or fashion. So without further ado, I want to bring on our guest, Derek. What's good, brother? What's good? What's good? I'm Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, that, that was lit back in the day, man. I used to love that show. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and you're watching Jackass. <laughs> I used to love that show, bro. So tell, uh, for those that don't know, give yourself a quick introduction and tell them about what it is you do. I'm Derek, Derek you know, from Derek's Reptiles. Um, been in the hobby for a couple years. I'm not a breeder, but I, 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 I hope to be one day, you know what I mean? But right now, I live in a shoebox. So I need a lot. I need a little bit more space before I actually, you know, jump into the breeding part of the game. But okay, now I'm just a, you know, a, a guy that loves reptiles, big collector. You know, I love collecting my animals. Um, and you know, I'm a podcast just like you, man. I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you, bro. You've been in the game for a minute. You had some big names on there. <laughs> I appreciate yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. You said you keep reptiles. So how many reptiles do you keep and what different species? The number goes up and down, you know, because like I said, I don't, and I'm not ashamed to say this, you know, sometimes I trade, you know, if I see something that I like, that's a little better, you know, I might trade or I might sell and get something else. So the number goes up and down, but I've had carpet pythons, Borneo. Okay. You still got a carpet? No, not anymore. Okay. But I enjoy, I, I've had carpet pythons, Borneo short tails. Um, I dabbled in a venomous part of the hobby. I had a copperhead for a while. Decided the venomous part of the hobby ain't for me right now. Maybe a little down the road. Okay. Uh, I've got corn snakes, king snakes, um, ball pythons. I got one ball python. I got one. Um, and it was free. It was a That's gift. That's the one you got from McGill? Yeah, it was a gift from McGill. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit of everything. You know, I got... A children's python I just got, which is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, I got a red tail boa. I've had a little, just a little bit of everything. I got Pac-Man frogs, leopard geckos. Just okay. Little... Okay. So you said children's python is your favorite one right now? Yeah, man, it's beautiful. And it's it, it reminds me of an Amazon tree boa. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so nippy. And then their eyes, they have like these eyes that almost reminds me of like a cat, a cat's eyeball. And they're very reactive. If they see anything move, they strike. They strike just like an Amazon tree boy. So I, I almost have to keep his cage covered up because when he sees me, he strikes at the cage. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. So uh, how long have you been keeping? Man, I've been keeping a couple years, man, thanks to my wife. 
Thanks you to your wife or word. Tell us a story about that. Man, you know, I, I wasn't even into reptiles. I got, I, I, I kid you not. I didn't even like, I didn't, I wasn't, I was a gamer. I was on my PlayStation 4. I'm in the man cave. Ah, going, hey. <laughs> What's you know, your gamer tag? On my PS4? Yeah. Trip. Okay, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to make sense, but it makes sense to me. So I'm a nurse, and I wanted my, my gamer tag to be Peel Clinton. Bill Clinton, like Bill Clinton, <laughs> but it's real Clinton, thirty-one, which was when I, whenever I got the uh, PS4. Okay, but I was big into gaming, and I was in the process of making a man cave, you know, in my home. And I finished up my man cave, and I end up telling my wife, "I'm like, you know, I really want something in my man cave." And I was telling her a story. I don't know if you've seen Scarface, but he has that, yeah, like piranhas and sharks and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm fucking Tony Montana. I need an animal. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm fucking Scar. I'm the black Scarface. I, I need an animal in my reptile room. I mean, in my, in my man cave. And she was like, well, what animal are you going to get? And I said, I'm either going to get, you know, a spider or a snake. And she was like, oh, no, I can't do spiders. I kill no spiders. She said, no spiders. She said, do a snake. And I could probably tolerate that. And I end up getting a snake, and it's been up ever since. Nice. I, like, I bought my first snake, and the shit was like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, you can't just get one, bro. <laughs> it's quickly addictive. I want to say what's up to a lot of people in the chat real quick. The shit is super addictive, bro. What's up, both of all? What's up? <laughs> Takara, that's wifey. Hey, Takara. Bosa Jr. was good. Thanks for coming out. Kent was good, bro. Thanks for coming out. Blakers, thanks for coming out. Uniquely Mutated Morse, thank you for coming out. I'm a, hey, look at this comment. Bosa Balls Aaron. What's up, everyone? I'm cleaning rats. That's a smart man. He's cleaning rats. <laughs> Not All right, so let's get right into that piece of it then real quick. Um... So you just do Norwegians right now, right? Why don't you like ASFs? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's give him, let's give him some love again. Hey, most of balls. I know you're listening, but you're cleaning rats. You're a smart man. We love rats. I am against ASFs. Bosa might be cleaning ASFs. Bosa, if you hear, uh, drop it in the comments. Let us let us know if you're cleaning ASFs or just regular Norwegians. Nah, you said rats. Fuck that. He's doing rats. He might have meant to say. ASFs. <laughs> I'm disowning them. I'm not fooling with. Bosa. I'm not fooling with both the seniors. ASFs. Team ASFs. Oh no, I can't fool. Shout with out them. to the ASFs and shout out to the Super Classics. <laughs> Bosa, you clean the ASFs. You like ASFs? I can't fool with you now. There was good, bro. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, ASFs is the move, bro. Like once you get them going, you straight. Like, it's a little bit to get them going. It was a little bit for us to get them going. And we're still learning as we go. So we had some bumps and still have some bumps. But once Mike, you get them going, you're straight, bro. Like, Mike, Mike, I'm going to tell you something. I've bred rats and I bred ASFs. I hate ASFs. And I'm going to tell you why. Like, you can give them a steak from Applebee's or you can give them a steak from Texas Roadhouse. No. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to put a picture in your head. I'm going to put a picture in your head, all right? Let's say you walked into a room and, you, and, and, I'm, and I mean humans. I mean humans. Let's say you walked into a room 
and a woman was eating her baby. What would you do? <laughs> but that's different, bro. No, it's not. No, it it's not. Different. No, it's not. No, it's not. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. I don't you. have no Everybody... human breeding colonies. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Everybody in the chat, let me explain to you something. I love breeding rats. Okay, I've had super success with them. I get litter after litter after litter after litter. No problems. I try to breed ASFs. Every time I walk into the room, mama's eating the baby's head off. It looks like a fucking, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the cage. Baby's eating the babies. Mama's eating the babies. You got to killing. It looks like a fucking murder scene. I hate ASFs. You got to up the protein, bro. Because <laughs> we had that same issue. Like the first litter, first two litters, which was like back to back litters. Like one mama dropped one like one day and then like maybe two days later, uh, another mom dropped her litter and both of the litters, they ate both of the litters. But once we up their protein, we put in like some some dry mealworms, uh, start dropping some um, taste of the wild dog food in there that we feed our dogs and just like up in the protein. We had an issue since. Well, I tried to breed ASFs and it looked like a, it looked like a murder scene. So, <laughs> so you said, so Mike, you saying up the protein? So, if, what if I drop a chicken leg in there? Is that enough protein? <laughs> hey, they'll probably eat that too, bro. Like, they be grubbing. They be grubbing. What's up, Dominique? Thanks for coming out. So, are you gonna get in? Speaking of breeding, are you gonna get into breeding any of your reptiles? I want to breed, but like I said, man, I don't know if you know the fairy tale of the woman that lives in a shoe. Uh, you, ever, you ever seen that fairy tale? Mm. So it's a, it's a I live, like I said, I live in a, a real small um, spot, so I need something a little bigger. My goal is to next year, I would like to move when my lease is up. Once I get a bigger place, oh yeah, I'm going to jump into the breeding game. So what are you trying to breed? Man, I want to do ball python. It's, okay. It's a it's a toss up. It's hard, and I'm gonna tell you why. I think it'd be so easier to do live birds. I mean, I ain't, I'm not saying it's anything against eggs. I would love to breed ball pythons and get eggs and wait 55, 60 days, wait for them to pip out. But it would also be dope to like breed breed rosy boas. You know, boas they give live birth, and I'm like, right. that's like super dope. Like you 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 put them in there. Instantly, they just popping babies out. You ain't got to wait on no eggs. You don't need to, you don't need an incubator. You got babies right there. So I don't okay. know. I'm kind of undecided. So I don't know a lot about rosy boas. Do they have a lot of morphs, or you breed for something different? Uh, I don't think they really have a a super super ton of morphs like ball pythons. I think the only the only I've seen like maybe five or six morphs in the rosy boas. But I don't care. You getting a morph from Derek's reptile, so I'm charging Ozzy Boy prices. <laughs> you gotta charge top dollar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> top dollar. <laughs> and so, rosy boas is that the only thing you want to breed, or I, if you if you did breed ball pythons, what projects would you get in? Let's put it that way. Shit, ones I can afford. <laughs> um, what projects? Let me see. What's something I, that catch your eye? Huh? So, what's something that catches your eye? Honestly, my favorite so far, my favorite, I like, Um, I want to say, I don't know if you know, JD's Constrictors. I heard uh, you, yeah. yeah, he's real big on the Xantic side. My favorite is the Xantic Morse. Okay, okay. I wish I could get, you know, get into the the the, the Xantic Morse. I like that Morse. Um, there's a couple other Morse I like, but I'm not real, I'm not real good on the Morse. Um, 
I like the pastels. I like the clowns. Okay. Okay. Um, I like the desert ghosts. I like a little bit of everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So probably my favorite though. What's your favorite? Is that the exantic? I love that white. That white and black. That should be so hard. Yeah, it do go hard. Hey, you know, you know what? If I really had the money, what I like to breed? What's that? Okay, you give me your opinion. What would you like to breed if you had the money? Scale, scaleless ball pythons. You think it's a, a big market? You like those? I don't like those. You don't like them? I don't, bro. They I so don't. Good. I'm like, why though? They so <laughs> but Mike, listen to this. Listen to this. They so unique. Not a lot of people got them. They are unique, but I don't personally like them. It's it's not my cup of tea. But see, you wouldn't be making them for you. You'd be making them to be. Think about it. Everybody has that niche, okay? I think about it. Ozzy Boyd is the king of the orange dream. Remember, right? Justin Gabelka, sure. he he he's killing it. He making Batman's and shit. <laughs> Billion dollar snakes, right? So why couldn't you get into that market of the scaleless ball python and be the king of the scaleless? I don't, I don't, because I don't like it, right? So it'll be me forcing myself to do something I don't really want to do just yeah. to make money. And it's <laughs> get rich yes like i want to like i like the projects that excite me right so when i open the tub i want to be excited because i see that animal because that i sense. enjoy keeping that animal i enjoy that more and so like that's the fun part for me it's like looking forward to the things i'm going to make and if i don't like scaleless i'm not going to look forward to making it so it's going to take some of the fun out for me all right that makes sense yeah i, I like i like um i like dj and clown though like those are two you oh, said they hard right up my alley that's that's so DG clown hypo pie and ultra male are the five recessives that we work with and those I, are my favorite too. I ultra male cool, but what's the other one that's kind of like ultra male? So monarch is like bootleg ultra male, but that's what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just want to be petty and just say something that's not ultra male because you said ultra male. So I, so I, I, I like I'm team monarch just because you think ultra male. No, nah, I'm just give, give you a hard time. My dog dope too, but um, I like Ultra Male better. See <laughs> yeah. Ultra Male. Hey, Mike. Fuck. Hey, can we cuss on your show? I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, Mike. So I, I checked the uh, box. This is not for kids. Mike, I'm gonna give you some game. Fuck that. Fuck all those other moors. I'm not a breeder. I'm about to give you some game. You're a breeder. Fuck all those other moors. This is what you need to do. You're you might. How do you think? How do you think Ozzy, you know, got the orange dream? He said, "Fuck those other morphs. I'm about to make my own morph." So then, your next, your next clutch, you need to. Hey, this is the chocolate strawberry pineapple spinner. <laughs> make some shit that you know. What I'm saying no, I never heard. This is this is the chocolate pineapple raspberry crunch sherbet. <laughs> That's how you become the king, Mike. Yeah, solid some ice cream. <laughs> what's up clover thanks for coming out oh yeah i totally agree with more mike too clover i was just trolling yeah you gotta you gotta breathe stuff you love man so you get excited I agree. It. it's cool man it's, it's it's hard to even describe that feeling bro like i, I, I can talk about these snakes all day I agree, man. I was just trolling, trying to see if I could talk Mike into breeding scaleless balls. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about the podcast and kind of how that came up and give some background on that. Man, I I, I wanted to, you know, I was, 
let's see. When I got my first snake, you know, of course you start watching reptile content. You know, I'm watching all these channels. I'm watching everything. I start watching Tyler Nolan. I start watching Shannon's Wildlife. Then, you know, I, I came across certain podcasts. I came across the Iron Animal Show. I came across um, the Snake Trap with MJ. And I jumped into this, this, this community on YouTube. I made a YouTube page. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I had like 950 subscribers. And this is when I jumped into a, a community of, of YouTubers that make reptile content. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if you, are, you know Iron Animal, you know, Iron Dog and Justin, my animal house. Yeah. You know, I'm friends with him. I was kind of talking to him a little bit. And they were like, you know, we got a podcast. We should start one. And I was like, no, no, I'm okay. I like what you're doing, but no. But, you know, and they pushed me. They were pushing me to do it. And then I, that's when I start watching the snake trap. And I'm like, oh, my God, he, this dude has it figured out. He's hanging out in the snake room and hanging out with the dopest people in the hobby. And I was like, I'm going to do that. So I sat down. I came up with a plan. I was like, this is where I'm going to start, and this is where I want to go. And I'm a very determined person. Like, you know, if I want to make something happen, it's going to happen. And, you know, to, to, to talk to so many amazing content creators, it's, it's a – you know, I got their phone numbers. You know, I still talk to them to this, to this day. I was just texting Jay Brewer. You know, I still talk to him to this day. So it's a very, it's a very, you know, humbling thing to see somebody that's got three or four million followers that'll take the time to come on your podcast and talk reptiles with you. It shows you that, yeah, they might be, they might have this incredible fame on YouTube, but they still humans. They still down to earth and they still good people. Right. So I I, mean, I started my show and I was like, you know what? I'm going to use it to help me get monetized. And I'm going to also make something that I could give to people, you know, to where if they're trying to learn how to do certain things, you know, Ozzy boys breed snakes. If you're trying to learn how to breed snakes, this man's been on my podcast. He'll tell you some of the things that he did. You know what I mean? So you could come here and learn and then have fun too. So you don't have some of the biggest names in the game on your podcast. So how'd you go about building that rapport, building that working relationship? Man, it's, uh, you know, you come up with a plan and, you know, you have fun with it. I think that, you know, if you are going to jump into the podcast game, you've got to have fun with it. You know, nobody wants to sit there and it's dull, it's boring. What about this morph? What about this? you got to have fun with it, you know. So I think that, you know, you got to have chemistry. Like how we laughing, I think that that's the most important thing. So, when I started mine, I did three shows. I wanted my first three to be like your my resume. So I'm making jokes. I'm cracking jokes. I'm having fun. And then you send that to people. Hey, this is my podcast. Watch it. We have fun. We talk animals. If you like it, you know, let me know. And I think that you'll be able to get anybody, you know, as long as you, if you down to earth, you having fun, you got something going on, people will mess with you. Some people it's a little hard to get, but. I'll give you some tips. Just just call. Just, just call. <laughs> a lot of people that I wanted to get, they all got businesses. So I'm just like, they might not answer you on Instagram, but I know exactly where you were. I'm about to, uh -huh. let me talk to Jay Brewer. Let me, <laughs> oh. so you just hit him up, huh? huh? <laughs> like, bro, what's good? <laughs> yeah, how you think I got how, how you think I got mutation creation? I I got right on Morph Market. What's mutation creation number? Billy, what's up, Doc? I need to get you on the podcast. You like, let's do it. Nice, nice. A lot of people got businesses, and if you want them on your podcast, call they call their job. They'll answer. 
Nice, nice. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's, that's game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to call in everybody now. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Darren told me to call you, bro. <laughs> if I call you, you mess around with me. <laughs> hey, bro, hey, Brian, what's going on, dog? <laughs> hey, you, you don't know me, bro, but <laughs> I'll just see you this link. <laughs> Brian, I know you're at work right now, but after you get done filming, I'm going to send you this link for this podcast, Hurt Collectors. <laughs> yeah, it says, um, after all the watching the podcast comes all the addiction to buy more snakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely fun, man. Like I said, just having that a, a podcast, it's, it's a place that you can you you can create, you know, and, and the nice thing is everybody can have their own, their own platform. You know, you got Herb Collectors. He has his podcast. I got my podcast, Big Reptile Talk. Iron Animal got their podcast, the Iron Animal Show. Everybody could have their own podcast because there's a billion people in the hobby. Billions of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people in the hobby and a lot of people doing different things too. You, you'll, you'll never run out of guests. And even if you do, just go to another hobby. <laughs> you run out of reptiles, go to the cat hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to Joe Exotic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of the people to talk to, bro. And then... um. That's one of the things I want to do is get some different folks on, like this outside of the ball python community, just to diversify a, a, a little bit. Oh yeah, so, um, I've been working on that too. Like, oh, prime oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've had elephant keepers on. I've had ant keepers on. I had uh, lights camera ants. I think he has like almost two million followers on Instagram. He's an ant I keeper. Saw, I saw that. Yeah, I saw. Like, it was crazy because I went and checked him out on IG, and I was like, "Damn, he got a lot of followers." What's up, Matt? Million in the house, yeah. That's that's wild, bro. Guys, I, I watched that podcast though. Yeah, that's I didn't even know like ants was like like such a thing. This man got two million followers off ants, bro. Off ants, bro. Make you want to just go outside and get 50 ants, just put them in your crib and be like, I'm the ant man. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> So what's been some challenges with the podcast? I really haven't had challenges, man. I'll be honest with you. I think that I'm a very determined person. Most of the people, if I want to get them on, I've got them on. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think that I've had too many challenges. Um, I, I'll give you one challenge. You know, you, can, you, don't want your, you don't want your podcast to get boring. And I'm a very organized person, so I like to write down questions. And sometimes I can kind of see myself in, in podcasts asking the same questions. So, you know, sometimes you might run out of stuff to, think, to talk about. So that's kind of a challenge. You know, coming up with just new, new material to talk about. Because, I, you, you know, you can't talk about Morse 756 times. I'm going to get bored. <laughs> true, true, true. So, so how do you go about getting, like, new content to talk about? Is it just, like, a mixture of... Bringing type different types of people on the show because that's part of it. Bringing type different types of people on the show. Exactly. Uh, what else do you do? Like you said, I you know I wanted to. <clears throat> I started with it being a reptile show, and then like you said, I wanted to branch out. You know, I wanted to get the biggest creators everywhere. You know, I would go get the ant, the Ant Man. This man got two million followers. I'd go get JMR Zoological. This man runs a zoo and is an elephant trainer uh, in his spare time when he's not running a zoo. He's got like 250,000 followers on Instagram. It was just, 
you know, going to get different creators and spicing it up a little bit. Like one day I might have a reptile keeper. The next day I might have an ant keeper. The next day I might have somebody that keeps alligators. It's all about, you know, that was one of my challenges of saying, okay, I didn't have 50,000 reptile people on. Is this getting dull? You know, is, what is my audience thinking? True, true. So did you say, switching back to the reptiles, keeping it specifically, did you say exactly how many reptiles you got right now? No. Uh, how many I got? Let me see. I don't have a big place. I believe I got seven snakes, a leopard gecko, and a Pac-Man frog. Okay. And you got, is it seven different species? Mm -hmm. is it, okay. So what's your process for like, Becoming like a subject matter expert on the husbandry. What's my process for getting for learning the husbandry? All yeah, right. yeah. You know, research. You can't, you know, when you when you get into the reptile hobby, man, and it's for anybody, you know, you should never buy a snake until you I until you, I feel like you should never buy a snake until you've done at least, I would say at least three three or four hours of research on that snake. You know, look getting online. Talking to other people that's had that have those animals, like I wanted a Borneo short tail python. I went and got some of the people that breed them and bring them on my podcast to teach me about them. You know, I feel like you know you need to read stuff on the internet, talk to people that have those animals, even, maybe even go as far as going to somebody that you know that lives close to you that that might have the animal and hold it and see what you think about it. So just just really just investing time and trying to learn everything you can about the animal before you have it. And not just that, if you are going to get the animal, I think that you, and people are going to probably shit on me for saying this, but I don't care. I don't think that you should buy the animal first. I think that you should go and get the enclosure, go and get the heat mat, go and get the heat lamps. If you're an enclosure person, I feel like you should go have your hideouts, have your water bowl, have your bedding in there, have everything set up. I feel like your, your animal should be able to, you should be able to go buy your animal, walk it in your house, put it in and set up. It is ready to go. Gotcha. Gotcha. So obviously like some animals are more challenging to keep than others. Uh, what's the most challenging for you in terms of husbandry? The most, the most challenging one that I had was, um, and I, and I might've kind of dropped the ball on this one, but you know, I was excited. I, I begged my wife for a copperhead and she said, no, you know, how I got it. I guilt, I, how you got it? I guilt tripped her into it. <laughs> it worked. What you said? What you said? It works, bro. I'm gonna teach you. Like, so I ended up, and I guess we'll, we'll talk about the question in a second. But I wanted a copperhead, and she said no. So I moped around for like a week, and you know, I'm like, and she'll say, "Hey, honey, how's it going?" I say, "It's going." <laughs> and one one day, one day she said, one day she said, "Derek, what's wrong?" I said, "Life." <laughs> I swear to God, she said, "Get the fucking snake. Get it. I'm sick of it. Get the fucking snake. I don't even care. Get the fucking snake." But I think that for me, the most challenging, <laughs> the most challenging snake that I ever had was my copperhead because, you know, you see all these people and I love them. I, I know Chandler. I know, I know Tyler, you know, you see all these people that pick up these snakes and you want to do it too. And that's bad. Cause you're going to end up in a fucking hospital. And, <laughs> and then, like I said, you know, I think that I rushed and I was a little ill prepared for it. So I think it was one of my more challenging snakes. So how long did you research the copperhead? Did you have anybody like near you, like locally, that could help out? Nobody locally. Um, really, I just did research online. 
and I talked to my friend James G. Reptiles. I talked to him about it. Uh, I ended up getting the cage. I had the cage set up, had the bed in and everything, but it's a lot more with, with, with venomous than just the enclosures. You know, you're going to need those. I don't know. You know, you ever seen those plastic tubes? Mm-hmm. So for instance, they, they might get like a stuck, stuck fang and you might need to give them medication. It's a lot more stuff that, that was definitely needed. Like I said, I feel like it was one of my more challenging snakes. I might get back into the venomous part of it, but not for a while. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, it's cool that you can recognize, you know what I'm saying, that that wasn't what you needed to be doing at the time, or you you could be, you wanted to be doing at the time. You know what I'm saying? You. So what did you do with it? You sold it, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm going to take your moping advice, and I'm going to mope around. It works. <laughs> I need that fire yellow belly spot nose hurricane clown that Canova got. I'm going to mope around, too. I can get it. My, my, I gotta do that. She's got to be like, baby, I really want this snake. She's going to say no. And then you just, you just look. Oh, and, then you, and then you got to hit her with a few sides. Uh, <laughs> uh, She's going to say, what's wrong? You're going to say, I'm just thinking about life. <laughs> Fuck it. Been moping all week. Just get the fucking snake. I need it. Fire, yellow belly, spot nose, hurricane clown, female. <laughs> I need it. Mike, I'm a matter of fact, since your wife is there, I'm gonna put you on the spot, dog. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I think that T that T Johnson is your wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Hot seat question. This is what Hot I do. Question. Let's go. Let's go. Hot seat question. Have you ever fibbed to your wife? Have you ever said, for a project, have you ever said, baby, I really want this snake. It's only $200, but it was really $1,000. No, no. Never ever. We watched Never it. ever. <laughs> I got it. Hey, Miss Johnson, I'm watching them for you. <laughs> you going to keep me in line, bro? <laughs> Hot seat question. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> So what you want to be known most for in the hobby? What do I I don't know if I necessarily want to be known for anything. Um I never necessarily like like wanted fame when it came to the hobby. But I would like like if I was to pass away, I would like people to be like, "You know what? Derek created a space that you know, he he gave that was his way of giving back to the community. He he created something where there's two, three hundred episodes that you could just go and learn what you need from some of the most amazing breeders in the hobby. So I think that's what I like to be known for my podcast. Word, word. And I, you've had a lot of growth in a short period of time. So talk about how you grew your YouTube. It's it's so many ways of doing it. Um we, we we shooting for 10k subs at the end of the year. That Real quick, like, Takara said, "Thanks for looking out, not to interrupt." <laughs> that's where I like to be, but you know, YouTube is a grind. You know, it's and my wife will tell you, I'm on YouTube every day. It's a grind. So how I grew my channel was just posting every day and utilizing everything that YouTube gives me. You know, a lot of people will just do the you know do their podcasts, or a lot of people will just do you know, egg cutting content, but I feel like you need to utilize everything. And what do I mean? You know, you can utilize the shorts. I grew a lot off of YouTube shorts because it's an easy way. YouTube will push it. You might get a short that got 50,000 views and you get a thousand subs off of it. 
So utilize everything. Make content. Make your podcast. Make YouTube shorts. Post every day and you'll grow. Not even if you don't want to post. I don't even say post every day. But if you post consistently, you'll grow. Word. So I've seen some of the YouTube shorts you post. Um, do you just post like, because I know some people post like just like a regular post. It's almost like a Facebook post and stuff like that. Do you do that as well? Oh, you're talking about like on like um like just like a regular post. I don't I don't think it's necessarily a YouTube short, but like some people post, like I just noticed it probably in the last like maybe three, six months, and it's probably been longer than that. I just oh, noticed yeah, talking about um I know what you're talking about. When you hit on YouTube, when you hit five hundred subs, they give you a um a community tab. I don't okay. type on it and talk on it. That's just for your subscribers. They're kind okay. of like going on. Okay. And then the YouTube shorts, anybody can see it. Yeah, anybody can see that. Just what, based on what the algorithm and that's, their feed. that's gonna benefit you too. Because if you post two shorts every other day, even if you just in your snake room taking out a snake and holding it and just typing the name of the snake, eventually YouTube will grab that and you might get ten thousand views on it. You might get twenty thousand views on it. You know, I, I have a short right now. The biggest short I got has uh four hundred and ninety thousand views, and I think it yeah. got me. Uh, almost it, it got me almost a thousand subs, and it was just luck. You if, if you keep posting, eventually YouTube will grab something that you do and put it out there. And nice. so many snakes. Like if you posted a short every two days, just holding a snake, eventually YouTube will throw it out there. Okay, okay. And you so with the shorts, can anybody post a short or do you have to have a certain subscriber? Can no, anybody can post them. Right now, if you got off this, this podcast right now, you can post a YouTube short every day if you wanted to. Okay, and, do you use like some of the same content, like the same thing you post on your YouTube short? Do you sometimes post that on IG? Or anywhere? Are you on TikTok? I don't know if you're on TikTok. Sometimes. I, I don't like TikTok, man. I, I'm not a huge TikTok fan. I'm on it. Got like maybe 10 posts, maybe. I'm gonna tell you something. This is just me. I like I, I like the YouTube short idea because it's a it's a cheap way to grow. You get subs off a 10 second video, but I don't believe in it, man. I think that we are our attention spans is getting too short. Everybody want to get you to post six Snapchat five seconds, TikTok thirty seconds. You know, every content platform is is moving all people over to short shorts content because people want that i call it fast food content like they want to be able to pull up get that shit and go and i'm like no i'm putting i'm putting three four minutes out i don't like that tiktok shit because <laughs> what what can i tell you in 60 seconds yeah i ain't really figured it out um and i know like ig has probably in the last two months or so yeah they don't really pump your pictures no more because they're trying to compete with like TikTok and like other uh, platforms like that. And so like now you got to post the reels. And so I'm like, damn, like we was just getting a little bit of traction with posting the pictures and I was consistent with posting the pictures, but now I got to post goddamn reels. So I got to, I got to get my real game up. Mike, could you imagine if that's how the real world was? Is if you walked up to me, let's say we was at, let's say we was at the grocery store and you seen me. And you walked up, you was like, hey, Derek. And I looked at you, and I was like, 60 seconds, go. <laughs> You'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or, if you, 
or if you got like 30, if you got like a Snapchat, 10 seconds, you're like, hey, what's up, Derek? 10 seconds, go. 10 seconds, bro. Say what you got to say, bro. I'm out. What the fuck? <laughs> and that's, what, that's the way the world is, man. You know what? I got time to, I'm going to watch some, I'm going to watch some TikTok. 30 seconds, go. But it's the quick videos, the ones that's like seven, eight seconds, something like that. Yeah. Those are the ones, you know what I'm saying, that pop, that go viral, um, that's real engaging in them seven or eight seconds that, that they have them. You get your nice little sound on there, do, do something that engages people, and it's done. But yeah, I get I get the most organic views on the reels that I drop. Yeah. Like, it's nothing that's going viral or nothing like that, but compared to, like, other stuff, I get the most organic views. I get the most engagement on reels. Like, like they legit, like, pump the reels. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, TikTok, I'm not putting all that work in because I know people that are monetized on TikTok, and TikTok pays terrible. Yeah. The best paying sites right now is YouTube and Facebook, believe it or not. Facebook? Okay. Yes. Facebook is just now getting to the part of where you can monetize on there. A lot of my friends are monetizing. My friend that Facebook is paying more than YouTube right now. My friend got a $1,300 check from, from Facebook the other day. Off posting just 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 content. TikTok is off. Don't they pay horrible? You you gotta put all that, and I'm not dissing TikTok. This is a good platform, but you putting all that work into it, and then once you get my you might get a good following. You might get 20, 30,000 people, but you know, once you get monetized, they don't pay. They they they, they don't pay good, bro. It is it, you'll be pissed. Did you freeze? I think you froze, brother. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Oh man, he's still yeah, stealing Wi-Fi from McDonald's. Bro, we pay all this money for this damn Wi-Fi, and it's just be going out. And then my cable ain't working right now. I usually plug in, but it's not yeah. working through the USB right now. I usually plug in, but yeah, man, all this money for this internet, and it'd be wild. So <laughs> if, if you can get someone other than Cox, get someone other than Cox. It's the opposite of a promo. <laughs> But yeah, what you saying, bro? Oh, we were just talking about TikTok. I said I don't, I don't, I don't really. It's a good content site if that's what you, if that's what you like. But I'm not getting on there because I know that they one of the the worst paying sites. Gotcha. I post a few times on there. Like I said, I got about about maybe ten posts on there. But yeah. I don't, I don't get on there a lot, man, because it's it's not my thing. It's hard enough um, keeping up with like IG and Facebook. Fortunately, with IG and Facebook. You can like uh double dip on content. So like I'll post a picture and then I click the little button post on Facebook. So I'm posting the same thing. So I get yeah. a little bit of engagement on IG, way more in IG, and then a little bit on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, the reels is what popped the most on um on Facebook. Yeah, so I agree. Did you, have, did you have any mentors in this before you got into it? Mentors, like as as far as like what? What do you mean? 
mentors as far as either way, like either with the keeping or with the, the whole social media podcast or anything like that? No, I did it all on my own. Where I got my when I when I got into reptiles, it was just me wanting something from my man cave. I did it all on my own. And then when I started my oh well, yeah, I had mentors. I take that back. Uh, my animal house at Iron Dog. They were they were real big in, into teaching me, you know, some of the things that I could do on, on starting a podcast. So shout out to them. I think that without listening to Iron Dog in my animal house, I don't think I'd be monetized today. Cause I was yeah. struggling. I was at yeah. 900 subs. I think I was at 900 subscribers for like a year and I was struggling and then in my animal house, I took me to the side. It was like, do this, make this type of content, do this, do this, do this, and you'll grow. You'll get monetized. I listened to them and my channel took off. Okay. Yeah. I might have to hit you up um, for some growth tips. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's the, the YouTube game is a grind. But if you, it's no different than your podcast. If you sit, if you come up with a plan and you stick to it, you know, and they, like I said, he gave me tips, you know, for instance, I don't upload at random times. All my uploads are at the same time. I never knew that. When I'm talking to my animal house, I would have never knew that. I was uploading different times every day. And you don't want to do that because the algorithm, it, it, it confuses the algorithm. You know, if you're posting every day at six o'clock, the algorithm knows, okay, Derek Reptiles post at six o'clock every day consistently and it, and it boosts you and if you post on the same days it boosts you even better because it, it looks good to the algorithm it shows it your channel is consistent and they'll push you more okay so okay. if you come up with a if you come up with a you know if you come up with a uh you know you come out you want to sit down you want to come up with a plan okay i might post one content video on monday I might post two shorts on Wednesday and I might do my podcast on Friday. If you do that every week and you don't fail from it, your channel will grow faster because to the algorithm, YouTube wants people that post content and they want people that post content consistently. So if you're doing it consistently, you're going to grow. Word, word. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, like I said, I might definitely hit you up on and talk yeah. about that too. I got you. For sure. Like, um, yeah, I want to go through exactly what I'm doing and like kind of sh- talk through like my specific yeah. strategy and then get some feedback on it. Yeah, we definitely can talk, man. You, you just come up, you know, you, you want to, like I said, when we talk, we'll come up with a plan of your days that you want to post and your time that you want to, because you, um, I like a lot of things that I didn't know. Like my animal house told me that, um, taught me that you could preload videos. Like I could record a video tonight and have it scheduled to come out on the day that I want. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you can make a video tonight and schedule it to come out Saturday if you wanted to. It's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely um, looking at that. Because that'll make it easier, you know what I'm saying? Like, as as far as, like, the timing. Because I know with me, like, depending on, like, what time I want to post, I don't know if it's, like, specific times. Because I know, like, with IG, the best time for me to post is really between, like, really between, like, noon and 2. You know what I'm saying? That's the best time for me to post. And so some days that work, but then other days, depending on like what's going on at work or whatever, that don't necessarily work. Yeah. And so if I could like schedule those postings, um, that'd be dope. Can yep. you schedule them free or do you have to have something like hoops no, or something? It's free. You, schedule them free? you can okay. schedule them any, anytime you want. You can schedule them, you can record and have it come out whenever you want on the day and the time. Okay, yeah, that's perfect for me because um I could do all of it like at just whatever day, whenever I got some time, schedule yep. it. 
and then set it and forget it. Yep, exactly. Cool, bro. Before, Your bro, um, bro. If we, if we get you a plan and you and you grow and get monetized, are you monetized on YouTube? Oh hell no. We got like I think 184 subscribers. And if you're in the chat right now, and you're not subscribed. Please subscribe. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification friend. Hit that what? notification bell. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Please come subscribe to Hurt Collectors and Derek's Reptiles. Please, what? please, please. Appreciate it. Support is free. Let's do it. Well, if you get monetized and I help you, I want half the earnings. Hey, Rob, do it, bro. Because um, my main reason for starting a YouTube channel is so people know who the hell we are, right? So we breed these snakes. We are in some really good projects. And I don't want, I don't want to run into an instance where somebody's like, who the hell is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, and we don't have no social media presence. We don't have no kind of presence in the industry. So for me, um, starting this podcast, starting this YouTube is like uh, twofold, right? So it's, so folks to know like who the hell we are and we can build relationships with folks as well. Cause that's another thing too, is like just getting to talk to different people, chatting with them, you know what I'm saying? Learning about what they do and stuff like that. Appreciate that, Greg. So he says, go to studio analytics audience, and it will tell you when your viewers watch the most. Yeah, I need to go check James. that out. Shout out for the YouTube hack. Stan, what's good, bro? You, you definitely you definitely need, like I said, being a breeder, you definitely do need a social media presence because, you know, People want to know who they buy snakes from. They want to know, exactly. you know they want to be able to look and see, you know, oh, I can get on YouTube and look at his tubs. I can get on there and see that he feeds his snakes. So you definitely do need that social media presence to kind of just get yourself out there. Just imagine posting a $5,000 snake on Morph Market and no one has ever heard of who you are. Exactly. And nobody exactly. they know has heard of you. And they can't ask like a few ask around or go verify that you like a legit person on social media. Cause nowadays if it's not on the social media, do it even exist? You just lie. I mean? If they ask you who you are, just say I'm just say I'm high desert python. <laughs> Shout out to the homie Antoine. Just say I'm high. If they don't know, I'm gonna point them off Antoine's way. I'm saying, hey man, go ask the homie Antoine. I know you know him. <laughs> but yeah, man, you you, you gotta establish that uh social media presence you got to get your brand out there you got to get out there you got to network your network is your net worth so you got to do all of that you know what i'm saying so that was one of the main things is, is uh getting our brand out there getting right. some recognition you know what i'm saying not being in the shadows you know so that's the main reason i'm not really focused on getting monetized like if we get monetized off youtube i'm really more excited about the fact that we met the met the criteria for getting monetized in terms of the number of people who got to subscribe and the watch time, because that tells me that's, that's community engagement, right? Like right. I think it's like 4,000 hours of watch time and like a thousand people. So like, that's to me, that translates into engagement. I don't, I don't care about like the money part, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's not what I'm, that's not how, that's not my business model. You feel me? Well, Eventually, like I said, I know you don't care about it, but when you do get monetized, you can feed those nasty ass ASFs. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, them ASFs, and they smell good too, bro. <laughs> that's, like the rat, that's the other thing too. It's like we can clean them once a week with no issues, like no, no nothing. 
I know the rats, bro. It's, it's a whole different animal. I would have to be cleaning like every two days, and I just I don't I don't want to do that, bro. It's a lot of work. Um, right. I I'd rather do the ASLs, like they keep us on that weekly cleaning cadence. You know what I'm saying? We we swap it out, and and they breed for us. You know what I'm saying? Right. So let's so, anyway. so let's ask them like a couple questions. Go ahead, bro. You know, since because we we both podcasters, so you know you can't you can't have me on and don't think I'm not gonna ask you questions because go ahead, bro. You know, we, we 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 the same thing. So I gotta you know I gotta ask. You know now yeah. my, my question to you is, and I want you to think about this. You know all the breeders. You know we we think about them as being designer ball pythons, boutique breeders. You know, for instance, we we Ozzy Boyd's. We consider him to be the Gucci of ball pythons. Justin Cabelka, we consider him the Louis Vuitton. This is this is designer. So my question to you is: Is if Derek Reptiles comes and shops with hurt collectors, what store do you think you're kind of associated with right now? Hurt Collectors is the brand, bro. We our own thing. We building our own thing. No other store. Hurt Collectors is the brand. End the discussion. That's unacceptable. I'm, I'm looking for a Instagram, bro. <laughs> We're making our own name. In fact, 20 years from now, and someone will ask the same question, and they're gonna bring up Herb Collectors' name. Herb Collectors is the brand, bro. Herb Collectors, okay. Right. Herb Collectors is the brand. Okay. So who's currently right now, man, in the game, man? Who's your who's your favorite breeder? My favorite one? Yeah. Bruh, my favorite one. It's got to be one. It's got to be one. I want to know who's the, who is who's Mike got his eyes on. So I got to go with Ozzy, bro. And the reason being, so if I'm just looking at Morse, then I feel like Justin and Ozzy, like you know what I'm saying, like they they boom 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 boom. Even Levance too. Even Levance straight fire. Straight fire. You know what I'm saying? Like they boom 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 boom. But I gotta take take a step back from it, bro, and think about like my goals and and where I want to be, and just think about like the holistic approach. And ain't nobody putting it down like Ozzy when you start thinking about that holistic approach. So it's the breeding aspect, it's the business aspect, it's the real estate and other revenue streams. You know what I'm saying? It's the health, it's the building up your mind. Shout out to the Ozzy Boys Patreon. Like it's all of these different dynamics kind of going on at the same time so i just it's hands down ozzy bro hands down i feel that that's a good answer i like that ozzy's one of the kings man yes sir yes sir what's the next one let's see what what morph do you want to go down you know in history for like when when this shit is all over with when when you 90 years old when we look back on this shit and we say, you remember Hurt Collectors? What, like, like we're going to remember Ozzy forever for the Orange Dream. So what more, you know what I'm saying, do you want to be known for? Like, do you just like. So, I can't name a single morph, but I will say some projects that I want to do a lot in. I want to do a lot in the DG Clown. Everyone wants to do a lot in the DG Clown. But I also want to do a lot in the Ultramel Clown and the Ultramel DG Clown. And. Those would be the, the base recessives in the projects that I'm working on and then sprinkling the codoms. I really think like a lot of the dark codoms go well in the Ultramel Clown project, and I'm sure they're going to go well in the Ultramel DG Clown project as well. But those are some of the projects, you know what I'm saying, that I'm pushing the hardest. Right. Right. That's what's up, man. 
We'll find Jeez, what's good, bro. We'll find we'll find the, 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 the dopest person in the in the desert desert ghost game and just steal their ideas. 100% keys. Appreciate it, bro. Shout out to the homie keys. Y'all make sure y'all check out hair down Fridays every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern standard time. Yeah. Austin is dope, bro. Austin is dope. Austin, like Austin put a little slit in the egg and identify a four gene combo. Like, bro, how the hell you did that? So we got to talk about this, man. We on your show, man. We definitely got to talk about something. Fred and AJ, that's just Fred though. What's up, brother? What's up? Let me know when you're ready. You ready? Go ahead. Uh, I don't know because you were we were talking about this backstage. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you just had just you just said you told me I think backstage you just said you had your first clutch. So we had the first clutch last year. Uh, the second clutch about to hatch in like two weeks, and then behind that, uh, we got another girl that's about to lay like any day. In fact, I heard a little commotion back there. She might have laid um already. Um, I heard some sounds going on. I don't know what she, what was going on back there. Oh. And then we got. We got a few coming behind that as well. So I got to interrupt, man. I got to interrupt, you know, because like I said, I'm a, I'm a podcaster too. Um, I, I want to know, man, like how does that how does that feel, man, seeing your dream become a reality? You know, we we know you had your first clutch last year. Having your second clutch, like how does that – like how you feeling, man? Like does that, you know? It's amazing, bro. Like it's so exciting. Like every time I walk by the incubator, I'm like this, bro, like. Like <laughs> every single time, bro. Like it's amazing. Like um, I feel like I'm annoying that girl because I keep pulling the tub open, pulling the tub open. I imagine when we got more clutches to worry about and more clutches coming, then it won't be as bad as far as probably aggravating the hell out of the mamas. Because I'd be every like probably like every day like because you know like she she um was due yesterday so probably for the last three or four days like every time i walk by there i'm like ah oh, she ain't late yet oh she ain't late yet i imagine at some point it's gonna be so many clutches so i don't even have time to do that like that and i'm not aggravating but it's excited bro like ready to see the eggs ready to see the babies to come out like it's excited it's super excited bro ultimately where you think where where you where where's your your end goal what i mean by that is you know, yearly, man, yearly. What do you, what do you want to start? You know, when you when you're up and running and you've been doing this for the, the you know three or four years, what's the clutch goal that you want to hit every year? So at three or four years, I won't be at this goal, and I don't even want to be at this goal at three to four years because I kind of want to slow grow it. So I probably don't want to even be there until like the five seven year mark ish. But eighty to hundred is probably like where I want to be at, but I wanted to be like, not just 80 to a hundred of just whatever clutches. Like I want to be 80 to a hundred of like some, some dope ass shit. You know? And if next yeah. five years, you want to be at 80 to a hundred clutches a year. Next five to seven years, bro. Okay. That mean, that's, that mean, that's full time. If you, if you working somewhere, you're going to have to tell them goodbye. Yeah. I, I mean, ultimately uh, I want to retire and ultimately I want this to like, to, to take over like my income. Okay, I so, feel you, bro. You yeah. like this shit that you say right now? This shit is inspiring me. Fuck, <laughs> make me want to fucking quit nursing. Shit, I'm out. I want to have a hundred clutches too. Shit. Yeah, don't quit because don't just run out and quit. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to make sure that the snake stuff is gonna be stable before I go anywhere. For you feel me? I feel you. I feel you, man. 
I shit gotta feel good, man. One clutch last year, clutch this year, and you got more coming, man. Like, what did you now? You know that that first clutch, man. I know that shit had to be a a learning experience. Do you feel like you did anything different with your second clutch? Did anything different with the second clutch? Um, I feel like with the second clutch. So the first clutch was just all unknowns, you know, you know what I mean? Like I didn't feel comfortable doing nothing, right? With the second clutch, I felt a little more comfortable, you know what I'm saying? And then I also, I don't open the incubator as much, like I'm more patient. Like I was kind of opening the incubator, like looking at the eggs and stuff like that, just making sure everything was all good. But that, that, was, that was, in hindsight, I shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, fortunately, all the snakes came out good. So definitely uh, I got more patience than I had before. But still, I'm peeping in the incubator. You know what I'm saying? Um, but so so that that was one thing. Um, paying more attention to the female was the, probably the biggest thing that I did. You know what I'm saying? Like the first year, I missed the ovulation. And I just happened to come back from Daytona and look at her when we got back. And she was sitting on eggs. I missed the whole ovulation. And so this year, like I just been stalking the girl, you feel me? Like just watching their every move, bro. Like, oh, she doesn't usually do this. She doesn't usually do that. Oh, she's doing this now. Oh, she's doing that now. So just paying more attention to those females, bro, has been the biggest thing. And also record keeping, doing a better job of record keeping. That's been a, another huge uh, improvement over the prior year. Hell yeah, bro. That's just an inspiration, man. Seeing you first clutch, second clutch. I love it, man. Yeah. So, um, Hopefully, just keep growing. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll we'll look every year. We'll reassess. We'll see where we're at. We'll see what worked, what worked, what didn't work, and then adapt. Hell yeah, that's what's up, bro. I'm jealous. I'm not even gonna lie. So we got Brianna McCurry in the chat. I see. Oh yeah, that's my wife. Hey, honey. Shout out to the wife. Is everywhere. Make sure you <laughs> the channel, man. Show him some love. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. All right, bro. So we at the round of random so i got some random questions for you bro let's go so if you could live anywhere in the world i mean anywhere where would that be and why new york uh i like the clutterness my new wife york city huh new york city yes okay my wife ain't going for the, the clutterness and the the busyness of it but i don't care i love it i don't know why i i've all i'm gonna tell you this don't don't lie i don't I like the okay. This is why I'm gonna tell you why it's gonna it's gonna sound weird and crazy, but I've always liked the TV shows where they in like New York City and they meet up like let's go for a cup of coffee, let's go do the let's go do this, and they just around the city. I like that shit. I don't know why. So New York. Okay, okay, New York City. I've been in New York City like one time, um, long time ago, like in '99, and that's the only time I've been. New York City. That's dope, bro. Yeah. All right, so if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would those three people be? And why did you choose them? Dead or alive? Dead or alive, bro. You get to bring people back. That's a good question. That's a like I like that question. The first person definitely I'm gonna tune in to Derek. I'm gonna tune in to Big Reptile Talk. And you're gonna be like, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. <laughs> I like that question. <laughs> if you can have dinner with three people, <laughs> that's a good question. I like that. Three people. The first one uh, be Elon Musk. Okay. This man is a. This man is a. Why would I want to have dinner with him? I mean, it's Elon Musk. This man's a quadrillion, billion, trillionaire. 
and you know, I I love to pick his mind and just just learn from him. Okay. I, I would love to. Honestly, I'd love to have the next two. Okay. Don't take this as a as a diss. I love Steve Irwin. Okay. I'm I'm an old dude. So I like the ones that came before Steve Irwin. I like the Jack Hanna and the, do you remember Jack Hanna? I don't. Damn. School me, bro. School huh? me. School me. You don't remember Jack Hanna? We new to the game, so school me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember Jack. I, that name sounds familiar, but if you told me to like Steve Irwin, obviously everyone knows Steve Irwin. I love but, um I Jack love Hanna, that name sounds familiar, but um if you told me to point to something he done. Um, I'll be lying. I just be uh, you won't you won't be because he was he was overshadowed. You know, Steve Irwin came in and just completely just killed it. And you know, he he took over the game. He was the biggest in the game. You know, but now I gotta check out. Now I gotta check him out though. Yeah, I, I would love to have dinner with Jack Hanna. Man, he was okay. one of my favorite my favorite reptile content creators when okay. I was growing up. I used to love turning on the show and just seeing what he was doing. So the first the first one to be Elon Musk, Jack Hanna. And then the third one, reptile related. Oh, no, you don't you have to be reptile related. It could be anybody. Damn, that's a hard question. It could be anybody. It probably be. It probably be Tyler Nolan, man. Because I'm a big fan. Okay. Okay. Nice. And you had him on the show. Yeah, I know Tyler. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, bro. And then the last one. If you won ten million dollars, how would you use it? Ten million. Ten million. The first thing I'm doing is making sure my mom and my dad got amazing, amazing places to live. That's what's up. My mom and dad is straight. Um, you know, not even just necessarily my mom and dad, but I try to make sure all my family is straight. Like I try to take care of all their bills. Make sure Elon Musk don't fuck with animals. Uh man, it was it's just. Man, it ain't no right or wrong answer, big bro. I was just <laughs> thinking about God shit. It was more I wasn't thinking about animals, man. It was just more so, you know, this man got a, a trillion dollars. I love to, you know, get a little little business tips from him. You know what I mean? Shout um, out to the homie Eric since the interviewer is not being interviewed. <laughs> um I'd love to, you know, take care of all my family. I love to make sure me and my wife are good. I put money yeah. in my son. And then I just take care of my, I, I quit work and I take care of my animals and get more animals. I'd be breeding too faster. You'd be breeding faster. I'd and, have my, I'd, projects. I'd have my facility. Yeah, your desert ghost exempted clown, huh? Man. If you somebody to sell you one. I'd, I'd have my facility. It'd be like, it'd be like the black Canova. But see, mine would have a, go, a, a moat with an alligator in it, snipers. You ain't getting in there without, you know what I'm saying, without a good pass. I have an insane facility. <laughs> you gotta let me come there and do the YouTube video, bro. Exclusive. <laughs> right. All right. So what's one question you wish I would have asked you? And how would you have answered it? What's one question that I think you should have asked? And how would I would have answered it? Yes, sir. What's up? Thanks for coming out. I don't know. That's a good question. I think you 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 really did an excellent job with this podcast, man. So I don't think I can answer that. 
Okay. Okay. I think, that's, I think that's really, fair. you got something good over here, man. So keep it going, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. And I appreciate you coming out tonight. Um, it was it was good. I already knew we was gonna have fun. It's gonna be a lot of laughs because it's it's always like that. You're a cool dude. So man, I really appreciate you taking time out your business schedule. I see you're at work, and so you made time to be on the podcast. So that's what's up, bro. I really appreciate that, bro. I, I fuck okay. with you much just fucking with you. Keys, I'm a, I'm gonna jump on you, dog. Where you where's Keys? I ain't in Florida. I'm gonna jump on you, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna come to Florida with a fight, bro. Hey, speaking of, you coming to any of the reptile shows? Like Tinley, Daytona. I probably won't go to Tinley, man. Um well, no, I might. I'm I might think about trying to go there, man. We got a we got a reptile show out here by me, man. I'd I'd love to go, but I don't know, man. Funds, man. Funds. Life shit. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, kids say come to Daytona. It's gonna be lit, bro. Everybody gonna be at Daytona, bro. If I come to Daytona, I'm gonna vlog. Fight. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Much love to the homie Keys, man. He doing his <laughs> thing over there too, man. Y'all make sure y'all check out his podcast. Oh yeah, he doing it big, bro. They just blew up, bro. They doing it big, yeah. Well deserved. And the only thing I tell you, man, don't be like me. Stay away from the controversy, dog. It'd be like that sometime, man. We we all just gotta get along, bro. <laughs> It'd be like that sometime, man. We all just gotta get along, man. Let me try, let me pull my charger in. Yeah, it'd be like that sometime, bro. We all just gotta get along. At the end of the day, we all keeping. We all want this hobby to survive. We all want this hobby to thrive. So 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 let's be united. Unity is everything, man. United, united we stand, divided we fall. Yeah, I was saying the U N I T Y, but I ain't the best singer. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, right? E Y. <laughs> That's a unity. <laughs> no, no matter what, man. I, I I will say this before you end your podcast, man. We all, you know, we all a part of this hobby. We all do shit differently. You know, I like enclosures. You like tubs. I like live feeding. People like people. People out there love frozen thawed. You know, you have the venomous community. You have the non-venomous community. You have the people that free handle, the people that don't free handle. This community isn't made to be universal. You know, reptiles aren't stoplights. We're all going to do things differently. The only thing I will say is, is as long as your animals are thriving, man, I got much love and respect for you. 100%, 100% is different species, is different people, is different mentalities, is different personalities. It's just diversity, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we all got the same goals. That's it. Taking care of our animals, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, again, bro, I appreciate you coming out. Um, like I say, you, uh, you're at work, and so I'm, I'm going to give you the rest of your night back. Enjoy your shift. Hopefully, you ain't got to be at work too much longer for the rest of the night, but definitely enjoy your shift. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Man, check me out on Instagram, Derek's Reptiles. Same thing with my YouTube, Derek's Reptiles. Um, that's the only thing I got. My YouTube, my Facebook is more personal, um, but you can hit me up on there too, Derek McCurry. Anywhere, man. Just more than welcome to hit me up. We can run ideas by each other, man, and, and talk. Especially if you got a podcast, man. I love talking to people that got podcasts or even reptiles in general, man. If you just want to talk reptiles, hit me up. Yes, sir. I'm, 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 I'm going to be in your inbox, too, hitting you up about different stuff. Like, hey, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about that. What you think? Definitely. I'm definitely hit you up. I'm definitely taking oh. you up on that offer. I appreciate you coming on, bro.
y'all definitely if y'all in the chat anybody watching this video later definitely go get a big homie a follow Derek's reptiles he he creeping up on six thousand um subscribers on youtube uh trying to get to ten thousand by the end of the year so please go help him out with those efforts thank y'all for checking us out tonight if you knew please subscribe hit that notification bell please hit that like button like the homie gp snakes say youtube likes it when you do it so i like it when you do it thank y'all for coming out be blessed good night